It's a whole vibe. Gotta keep it wavy, keep it chill, old tight. Tell me how you feel, keep it real, no lie. Light another herb, let it burn through the sky. Right, right. Sipping on sangria, playing that snow allegra. Hoping moments like this go on forever. Catch me lounging, pajamas in a sweater. Especially when weather's looking sloppy. I turn into a homebody, cause it's the weekend. I don't feel like partying, I feel like sleeping. I don't work tomorrow, think I might just sleep until about noonish. I've been working hard, think I deserve to do this like once in a while. Cause this isn't my usual style. My mind is moving past the limit every minute to mouth. I get Appreciate the time when I can sit on the couch Turn the music up and just zone out, huh Cause it's a whole vibe Gotta keep it wavy, keep it chill, low tide Tell me how you feel, keep it real, no lie Light another herb, let it burn through the sky Right, it's a whole vibe Gotta keep it wavy, keep it chill, low tide Tell me how you feel, keep it real, no lie Light another herb, let it burn through the sky Get in this mood. Only turn it back on when I'm ordering food. And when my pizza gets delivered, going back to disconnected. If you call me and I answer, I'll hang up and blame reception. Got a question or a message? I encourage you to text it. I'll see it when I see it. I'll hit you back soon. But now I stay in tune with this lazy afternoon, like the roots in '94. Asking, do you want more? Yeah, I want less of the drama and stress and interactions with people seeking my patience to test. You ain't cutting me a check, so I ain't giving you time to sacrifice my peace of mind. Cause it's a whole vibe. Gotta keep it wavy, keep it chill, low tide. Tell me how you feel, keep it real, no lie. Light another herb, let it burn through the sky. Right, it's a whole vibe. Gotta keep it wavy, keep it chill, low tide. Tell me how you feel, keep it real, no lie. Light another herb, let it burn through the sky. Rise and shine, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and tune in 
to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Jeff Woods, good morning. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now 8 a.m. and you are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Yay! Yeah. I, I want you to, well, I'll share that with you at the end of the show, actually. But I want you to realize this. I want you to make sure that you believe in yourself. Do you? Or make sure you do. Make sure you believe in yourself. Make sure that you challenge and push yourself, but also make sure to take care of yourself. And when I say take care of yourself, I don't mean just take a nap. I don't mean just, you know, have a glass of wine with dinner. No. No, I mean to take care of yourself in, in every way that you need to. For some of you, it's getting a book. For some of you, it's calling that person or whatever, you know, that long lost person. And for some of you, it's sending a hug your mom's way. But whatever it is, make sure that you take care of yourself. Be nice to yourself. Treat yourself good. Make sure that you're all right. Because we, uh, you know, it's it's the news. Yes, it is. But that's part of the news. Part of the news is to make sure that you feel okay and that you feel good. The time is 8.02 a.m. Okay. It is Friday. You made it. We made it. Everybody made it. And I hope that you guys are pumped. Are you excited? Are you ready? Now I saw some of your I saw some of your your I saw a couple of your Facebook posts. I saw you guys. Can't wait for tomorrow. Um hearts, likes, saw your tweets and everything. So I'm glad that you are glad that we are all here today. Um Monica, how you feeling? You still hungry? Not anymore. Okay. Now I'm hunger excited. hunger is a hunger is an important feeling, you guys. Uh it, it hunger lets you know to either eat or be ambitious. So I have the entire 2022 downtown Aurora lineup here in front of me, which I'm going to share with you guys. I've also got information about uh, vaccination clinics taking place in Batavia. That's the Kane Vax Hub. Also going to tell you about Oswego, some interesting news that really is positive that coming out of Oswego to tell you guys about um, First Fridays, the entire list of that as well. I've got information about Juneteenth and I also got a West Side Riverbank deal. I mean, we got all the news for you guys this morning. So let me get into this. Uh, Roar Downtown announced the schedule for of events for this year. 
once again, the popular food truck festival at May's first Friday event is coming back, and outdoor movies will also return to two great locations. Alley Art Festival is the longest-running event going on 12 years, and the newest event is the Outdoor Movie Series, which will expand to a brew and view at Monday Park this summer. Uh, Aurora Downtown's events remain free, with the exception of the annual Coco Crawl during December's first Friday's event. Now, I know what you're thinking. Damn, we just came from December. We just did the Coco Crawl. Why are you telling us about it? Because I got the whole thing now. Like, you don't want to, you want to, right? We're not even in spring yet. You want to hear about spring, summer stuff. That's what you want, right? Yes. Okay. All right. I got you. I got you. Okay. First Fridays kicks off today and runs every first Friday of the month, uh, with the exception of July. The events open up with dozens of downtown venues with live music offerings, art shows, and plenty of activities for all ages. Art and Market will be back at Society 57 for six Saturdays. Uh, shop local vendors from 9 a.m. to noon on the second and fourth Saturdays starting the 12th of this month through the end of April. The indoor market will return again on four dates in the fall on the second and third Saturdays of November and December. Egg Hunt on the Island returns to an in-person event from 1 to 3 p.m. Saturday, April 9th. Go on an egg scavenger hunt via Stolp Island. Take free photos with the Easter Bunny and Bunny at the Gazebo from 1 to 3 p.m. at Millennium Plaza and Stolp Avenue. Now I have to tell you this. There are geese that hang out and congregate all right there on Stolp Island. You know where the gazebo is and everything. They typically leave once humans start coming, like around, you know, 11 a.m. People start walking the dogs and all that. But be careful while you're out there hunting for eggs. Because if you get too close to a young, a gosling. Ooh, y'all didn't know. Young geese, nah. Gosling. Gosling. Not the word of the day, but, 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 but. <laughs> gosling. You get to a young gosling. You get young to the uh, to them, the geese mom will get mad and start going crazy. So be be vigilant and be careful when you are egg hunting. Uh, okay, <clears throat> excuse me. Aurora Downtown Food Truck Festival, Benton Street, 5 to 9 p.m. Friday, May 6th. Food trucks will line the street during First Fridays. The event was on hiatus the last two years due to the pandemic. Aurora Museum Week returns and will be celebrated from June 5th through June 11th. Enjoy museum tours, specials, and activities. Movies at the Museum is coming back to the Aurora Regional Fire Museum. View a popular film outdoors at dusk on second Thursdays this summer. Dates are June 9th, July 14th, and August 11th. Movies at Monday Park will be a new offering this summer. The venue at Water Street Mall will host the Brew and View series. Movies will be on outdoors, excuse me, will be outdoors at dusk on third Thursdays this summer. Dates are June 16th, July 21st, and August 18th. Wednesdays at the Plaza will return to Millennium Plaza from July 13th through August 10th. The free summer concert series starts at 7 p.m. and features popular local and regional musicians of different genres in an open-air setting along the Fox River. Downtown Block Party returns to Stope Avenue from 6 to 10 p.m. on Friday, August 5th. The night is a favorite among locals who frequent First Fridays. Uh, now, the downtown block party, interestingly enough, I so it says it'll return to Stolp Avenue. So the last time, for those who were there, may not have been there, uh, it was basically it takes place from Benton to Galena. So the streets are closed off. 
Um, no traffic going down. So where Altero is, all the way down there to the corner of Benton and Stope. Um, excuse me, Downer. Downer and Stope, excuse me. Um, all that's blocked off. So it's a good time. Lots of people out there had a good time when I was out there a couple years ago. So shouts out. Sugar Skull City comes back Day of the Dead through October. And that's the end of that because next comes all of the Halloween stuff that you guys don't want to hear about because we haven't even got to spring yet. The time is 8.08 a.m. Okay. Impacto Boricua is a fantastic Puerto Rican salsa band. Uh, they do a lot of good stuff. And fun fact, actually, one of the band members, we got mutual friends. So our great friend, Mr. Eddie Perez, who is the proprietor of Defense Training Institute, uh, we got mutual friends, and one of them isn't in that band. So when we were having the interview, the whole time we're doing the interview with these guys, and get ready for February 11th. Whole time we're doing the interview with these guys, the dude is looking at me. I'm kind of looking at him like, yo, I know this dude. Because I never forget a face. That's the thing about your favorite radio host. I never forget a face. I might forget your name. But I never forget that. I was like, yo, I seen this dude. Crazy, crazy story I'll share with you guys real quick. We got invited to a golf outing at Good Morning Aurora. This is the early days of Good Morning Aurora. This is still like gremlin status. We got invited to a golf outing, and the, a hole was sponsored for us. We were on the third hole, and uh, we had some merch out there. We're slanging merch at our hole and everything, and it was the Puerto Rican Fraternal Order of Police. I think that's who it was. They sponsored us in the hole. Great time. And uh, yeah, Eddie Perez. Shouts out. And shouts out to Impacto Boricua. Uh, but they're a great band. Get ready for Salsa Night with them. February 11th. That'll be taking place at Java Plus, 1677 Montgomery Road here in Aurora. The time is 8.10. Now, what do you guys want first? I guess we'll give them in. Monica, let me know what they say. We'll... See what they want first. Do they want to hear about a paid Juneteenth being a paid holiday, or would they like to hear about some good news out of Oswego? Well, I guess we'll give them the choice today. Would you rather have More good enough. news out of Oswego, or would you rather hear about uh, a paid holiday coming for Aurora municipal workers? Uh, let us know. The time is 810. Monica, if you could, while they're debating that, can you take us to a commercial and give us some joints and then bring us back? Yes. All right, good morning, everyone. Here are your local headlines. Real news, real people, real stories, 100% Aurora. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. There you can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. If you're looking for good food and excellent beer, swing by McCarty Mills on the 11th and 12th, Friday and Saturday, our friends of Kareen's Kitchen will be cooking up the delicious soul food for the Sticker Snobs show. Support great local businesses and enjoy yourself. All of their food is very good and they also have caramel apple pie. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with the Teen Resource Network? <laughs> it's your single source for teen activities, jobs, resources, and volunteer opportunities. This resource is provided by our friends of the Alive Center. For more information, you can call 833-308-0860. Get to know them on Facebook and Instagram at TRN Chicagoland. And this flyer has been shared to our social media. 
Lots of great things are taking place for First Friday. Thin Loft Wellness Center, located at 6 West Downer Place, upstairs, will host an open house with music by Mo Pippi, plus massages for a dollar a minute. Damn. Shop Eye of the Angels and Lounge and Hammocks from 5 to 9. Enjoy walk-in massages, $10 tarot mini readings, free 15-minute guitar, bass, or ukulele mini lessons for Love Local Days. Ooh. The Perch, located at 31 West Downer Place, Suite 301, will offer a free heart craft for all ages. Have a seat and create, then take home your craft when you're finished, from 5 to 8. Check out a class special discount for Love Local Days. The GAR Museum, located at 23 East Downer Place, will open with their current exhibit, Veteran Societies of Aurora. Explore the numerous societies formed in Aurora to fight for veterans' rights and pensions. Yes. Open for free from 5 to 9. Ann McCarty Mills Tap Room and Bottle Shop, located at 140 South River Street, will feature art, food, music with Justin Wise, our friend. And our... K-N-T-C-O and Skilled Art until 10 p.m. And that's just some of the fun that's going on today. Just some of it. That's right. Thank you very much, Monica. Much appreciated. And you can bring us back so we can talk to these beautiful people. Bianca Camargo. Good morning. Deb Sturgis. Good morning. Oh, my goodness. Look at all these wonderful, fantastic. Look at all of you at home. Hello, everybody. Good to see you guys. Ben Geller, good morning to you as well. Um, Casildo, good morning. Buenos dias, Ana Sierra. Now, we got that Oswego news coming for you guys, but want to let you know about another First Friday event taking place at 1 East Benton this evening. Uh, Our friends Norma Peterson of Document the Abuse, Karen Caputo, and Ana Sierra of Ana's Custom Treats will be there from 6 to 9 p.m. having a great event. You should definitely swing by. You heard it here on Good Morning Aurora. And here's a fun fact too. If you go there to One East Benton, you will be 20 feet away from the greatest morning show ever. Allah. Okay. Here's some good news out of Oswego. Want to say good morning to our dear friend Lisa as well. Oswego honors veterans in many different ways. They do that. Uh, Good morning to you, uh, Lisa, and good morning to all of the veterans of the United States Marine Corps. Okie dokie. So let's listen to this. Listen to this. Ben, yes, the GAMS crew is coming back. Don't Stay tuned because before you know it, you'll be sitting right next to us. Right. And we'll be high-fiving. All right. Um, Oswego. The Oswego Cent- uh, Senior Center is on the move once again. And this time, the nonprofit organization is making plans to open the doors to a permanent home. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, wait a minute, Curtis. Where is that permanent home? Well, the permanent home for the Oswego Land Senior and Community Center, newly named, will take over the 23,000 square foot former Oswego Police Department building, which the center purchased recently from private owner for $1.1 million. That is good news. Oswego Senior Center, uh, Senior Center, excuse me, taking over the former Oswego Police Building. Now, this is really good news because since 2007, when the group was formed by the village, got that? 
but soon became its own Oswego Land Seniors Incorporated nonprofit. There have been too many moves that have impacted the center's impact on an age group that's growing in number. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, the number of seniors is growing. That age group is growing in numbers. And the nonprofit started in 2007, has had a difficult time in all of its transitions and moving. Their very first home was inside Church of Good Shepherd, but it soon found new digs. And I want to scratch that up, DJ. I, I just want to say to the writer who wrote that, new digs. I like that. I keep it up. Keep it up. All right. Uh, the first home was inside Church of Good Shepherd, but they soon found new digs at the old Trauber Junior High School. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Where there was plenty of space for activities, including a launch program that served 150 people and was the glue that held them together. The group, however, hit a snag in July of 2020 when School District 308 needed that space and gave the seniors only a month to move out. That doesn't sound cool. Oh, hi on Instagram. Um, we got to get the Instagram to come in. The Instagram. They all, they, thank you. Uh, Oswego Township came to the rescue and offered members a building at a reduced rate on Templeton Drive. But they had to gather at local restaurants because the site was too small to offer lunches. Uh, which was not only more expensive, especially for those on fixed incomes. It was not always an option during the pandemic. But they plugged along. Uh, the township sold that building and the new owner terminated the lease, unfortunately, forcing a move to the Church of the Brethren in Boulder Hill. Space size limited the programs to yoga, yoga and... Ah. I, I know you all saw me mess that up. Cheers. Let's try that again. Limited to yoga and chair exercises on Zoom. All that was a huge concern. But now, uh, the old police station on Route 34 has plenty of space to turn great ideas into realities. The new center, which not only serves Oswego, but parts of Aurora and Will County, as well as all of Kendall, is committed to programs that will help seniors who have long been a vital part of their communities, maintain their love for lifelong learning, and give them opportunities to stay relevant and continue to give back. And that's according to board president Wally Hamlin. Uh, as the name indicates, the, cen the center plans to expand intergenerational services so that wisdom and youthful curiosity will intermingle through a range of programs and include not only recreational activities, but important discussions on, quote, how to make the world a better place. Um, Plans are to open on March 1st with a Taste of Oswego fundraiser and open house set to be held April 8th. Uh, the large open lower level will be turned into an event space, noted Patouche, and one of the first goals is to build a kitchen so members can enjoy lunch gatherings. That is absolutely wonderful news. What do you guys think about that? Now, Oswego Center moving into an old police station. Monica, what do you think about that? I think it's pretty awesome because older people also have we have we also have to keep in mind their quality of life and right. I think it's I think it's really beautiful. Um, I'm not sure how many police like departments or like buildings Oswego has, but you know one less doesn't hurt. Yeah, 
Uh, I actually think it's a good move. I'm glad to see a repurpose of a police station into a senior center. I actually think that that should be a movement. That's what I think. I think that across America, any time a police station needs to be done away with or it's upgraded, the space should be used for seniors or affordable housing. I think that is the I think that's the best possible outcome. Now, we had the old Aurora Police Station on River Street. They tore that building down. Uh, perhaps that could have been used for another purpose just like this. But I think it's actually a really good thing. The time is now 8.20 a.m. All right. Vanessa Rodriguez-Aguirre is here. Good morning to you. Where's Jeanette? The last Jeanette splaining was last Friday. Music Fridays are returning, and we have bands coming to this great space. All that you see here will be full of bands and music on Fridays. Uh, music Friday was a program. Program. It feels, it feels funny even saying that. <laughs> music, music Fridays was a program that we started back in the early days of Good Morning Aurora, and we are going to revive that. However, you will see Jeanette again on this show. It could happen. Stay tuned. I tell you, stay tuned a lot. But uh, as you guys know, we show and we prove to you. The time is 821. Okay. Um, thank you very much, Bianca Camargo. She says she loves yogurt. I mixed. I tried to say yoga, and it came out as yogurt. I love some good yogurt, too. My old school lemon yogurt is my absolute favorite. I like the blueberries on the bottom, though, too. The ones you stir up, or maybe that's just me. Okay, Johnny Felix, good morning to you. Michelle Gums, good morning. Norma Peterson, good morning to you as well. All right. Ooh, a Gams tie on the Curtis Man. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Brand new tie. Got it for Christmas. All right. So I told you guys about the Oswego Senior Center. Let us know what you guys think about the Oswego Senior Center moving into an old police station. Is that a good idea? Or not. I hope that you think it's a good idea as well. Okay, here's here's interesting news now um, coming out of the city of Aurora. Aurora's made a whole bunch of changes, and then we're going to get into the specific First Friday joints here momentarily. Uh, Aurora's made a lot of changes over the past year, and Aurora is set to make Juneteenth a paid city holiday for municipal employees. Listen to this. Aldermen will vote next week on a resolution to make June 19th, which is an important date in African-American history, a paid day off for city employees who just joined us. Tracy Duran is here. Good morning to you, Tracy Duran. Um, officials announced the measure at the February 1st City Council Committee of the whole meeting as both the kickoff to Black History Month because February 1st is recognized as Freedom Day. The city council intends to vote on the resolution February 8th, at which time Mayor Irvin will sign it. Get ready. Uh, according to Clayton Muhammad, Aurora's CIO, Chief Information Officer, quote, it was a pivotal moment in America's history. Certainly by making it a paid holiday, it will help to build the culture of inclusion we're building here in Aurora. It was on February 1st, 1865, that the 13th Amendment was officially signed by President Abraham Lincoln and went on to the states to be ratified. The amendment was the official abolition of slavery in the United States. 
But because communication was the way it was in those days, word filtered out slowly to the states. It wasn't in June, in, excuse me, it wasn't until June 19th, 1865, that slaves in Texas found out they were free. Texas made Juneteenth a holiday in 1979 and last year became a federal holiday, the first new federal holiday since Martin Luther King Day in 1983. Wow. Illinois made Juneteenth an official state holiday last year as well. The impetus, that's the word of the day. Impetus. Thank you very much. Impetus is the word of the day. The impetus to make Juneteenth a holiday in Aurora came from the mayor's office. Irvin pushed for Martin Luther King Day to become a paid city holiday shortly after taking office in 2018. Interesting news. Uh, cheers to yoga. Yoga. Thank you very much. I'm going to stop saying yoga because I keep hearing myself about to mess okay. it up every, every single time. Uh, Juneteenth, a paid holiday. Shout out to the great city workers that we have. Um... Congratulations. That was hard fought for by many people. And um, kudos to Mayor Irvin for wanting to get that. And Martin Luther King Day as paid holidays. Okay. Monica, if you could, could you take me to a commercial? Love that word. Norma Peterson shouts out. They love the word impetus. I like that. I like that. I use that word. I use it a lot. You know, what was the impetus? for this okay uh here we go today at 11 a.m there will be a press conference at sacred heart parish located at 755 fulton street here in aurora east side organizations and elected officials will gather to discuss the importance of getting vaccinated and the vaccination clinic on saturday at the same location absolutely wonderful now continuing in that great health information because as you guys know we care about you you need to be taken care of. You need to protect yourself and other people. So, Cane Vax Hub in Batavia is holding a few vaccination clinics as well in February. Uh, the Cane Vax Hub is located at 501 North Randall Road. Open on Wednesdays from 1 to 5 p.m. and Saturdays, February starting tomorrow and the 19th from 9 a.m. to noon. Ben Tennant is here. Good morning to you, Ben. Uh, eligible individuals are encouraged to make an appointment for a vaccination at canevax.org. Anyone requiring assistance with appointments should call 855-452-6382. The number again is 855-452-6382. All three COVID-19 vaccines, Pfizer, Moderna, and Janssen, will be available at the clinics. Pediatric doses of the Pfizer vaccine will also be available. To speed the check-in process, this is important. To speed the check-in process, participants are asked to bring their vaccination cards and a consent form for the vaccine they have chosen. Consent forms are available to download at canevax.org and canehealth.com. For more information and current updates on COVID-19, go to the King County Health Department website at canehealth.com or call the health department at 630-208-3801 and select the COVID-19 line. Now listen to this. For you seniors and pliking. You ever heard of pliking? Anybody ever heard of pliking? No? Well, get ready. There's a pliking event on the DuPage River Trail set for February 20th. The Forest Preserve District of Will County is planning a cleanup hike 
um, known as planking at 10 a.m. Sunday, February 20th on the DuPage River Trail at the Riverview Farmstead Preserve on Book Road, south of Hazard, Naperville. The event's open to anyone 18 or older. Trash bags and garbage pickers will be provided, but volunteers should bring their own gloves. The hike will be about 1.5 miles over uneven terrain with possible snow or ice on the trail, so be ready for that, you guys. Pliking is a short hike while also picking up litter, allowing participants to improve the environment while enjoying the outdoors. There you go. Now, Senior Services Associates in Aurora will be hosting a Valentine's Day event for seniors 60 years and older. That's coming up on the 10th. February 10th is Thursday of next week. The event will take place at, from 2 to 4 p.m. at Aurora Senior Services location at 2111 Plum Street in Aurora. Shy City Enterprises will be providing a DJ for live musical entertainment. Senior Services Activity Coordinators Paul Heinkel and Sean Kelly have planned games and an ice cream social for the event. Damn, I can't wait till I get to be a senior. That's going to be popping. Y'all got ice cream and games? Bring it on back. Bring it on back. Bring it on. Bring it on. Okay. Seniors will have the opportunity to win door prizes as well. Seniors will be required to pay a $5 admission fee. For more information or to register a senior that you love, call 630-897-4035. The number again is 630-897-4035. Deb says, I think the idea for the old police station into a senior center is a very good idea. Since it was a public building, it's wheelchair accessible. That's right, Deb. You're correct. Mm -hmm. Because they got the long ramp right there on the front. That's right, Deb. Hit the claps for Deb. You, you, Deb. Deb, that's not a button that we push. Those, those are real people. You just can't see them because the camera's turned the other way. Ah-ha! <laughs> Corny. I know. Uh, all right, Ben says, I got to organize my impetus to get the box of bones out of bed daily. I get it, Ben. I, I, I get it. Cheryl, great news. Good morning to you as well. Hope to see everybody tonight. Thank you very much, Norma Peterson. Bianca Camargo, where are you going to be tonight? And Johnny Felix, what is up, my dear brother? Johnny Felix is the founder and creator of Talento Creations. Uh, Talento Creations is great artwork that we have on our wonderful wall. As a matter of fact, Monica, you can show these great people our wonderful. Here it is, right here, ladies and gentlemen. This piece was given to the show by Mr. Johnny Felix of Talento Creations. It is absolutely wonderful, and we appreciate it very much. And if you send us anything, our address is 5 East Downer Place, Sweet Tea. We appreciate all of you great folks who sent us great things, and they go onto our growing and continuing wall of fame and actually monica let's let's do this let's let's do let me give them can i show them some joints let me show them a little something let me show you guys a little little something something uh let me come here with it this right here ladies and gentlemen is our great aurora picture this was given to us by tracy duran it is the historical old school shot of aurora Showing both east and west sides. Oh, that's perfect. I look like a teacher right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, this is from 1882. And it's actually not a picture. It's a painting. But the detail is so great, it actually looks like, a, it looks like aerial photography. Um, Circus Skull City, Thrive Center collaboration. A sticker from Treadwell. My great uncle, may he rest in peace. And we got some great stuff going this way. How far can we go? Looks like we can go just about right here. We got Frida. 
Is that the limit of our going uh, over? Okay, all right, let's see here. Bring the mic with me. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Now, check this out. This picture was given to us by Devin, the artist. She is a great person. Back to Vax Clinic with the confetti cannon. You guys remember that, I'm sure. This is a wonderful thank you card uh, that we received from Wabanzi Community College. Awesome. Secrets of Photography from our friend Joseph Weber. And we've got, which may be pushing the limits. Oh, we can, this camera, yes. <laughs> we can do anything here. Um, this is a great letter of commendation from State Representative Hernandez. Diaper drive stuff, Hearth and Hammer General. Gave us a great, uh, that goes out to our friend, uh, Enjoy Aurora, James Cardis. Thank you very much, sir. And it's got some more stuff. Now, I know the camera can't go all that way. Um, so then we'll come down this way here, show you some more things. Shout out to CVN and Cyclevision Network. Kenny Abbott and Diesel, great friends of ours. Uh, you should check out Cyclevision Network. If you like motorcycles, you will love, I can get used to this. You like motorcycles, you would love CVN. Okay, uh, politics and pastries, that's from the Alive Center. This thank you card here. Uh, thanks for the opportunity to witness what you do. This is from our good friend Frank Patterson. Thank you very much, Frank. We got the enlistment poster of the CBs. This again is from our dear friend Tracy Duran. Thank you very much. Um, Transformation, Quad County Urban League. Merry Christmas card from the Geller family. Fox on Fox, what is up? And we've got a new flag, ladies and gentlemen. I think we can detail this too. Oh, how are all you people doing? So cool. Vintage Aurora stuff. Cotton C Creative Exchange. Good morning. Mr. C is teaching. Thank you, Tracy. <laughs> all right. Check this out, you guys. All right. You know what? Hit the clap button for all of us. Hit the clap button for the whole world. Right now. All right, class. Ting. Oh, all right. Check this out, you guys. And then let me know if they can see this real good, Monica. They can. Okay. We got a new flag. See that? The Illinois flag. Something brand new, ladies and gentlemen. Brand new. Um, we're giving this some life. And I hope that you guys enjoy it. Remember... We are the second largest city's first daily news podcast, and you are the second largest city's greatest audience. And together, we've got a great second large city here. All right. And that's it, class, for today. You guys can go home and enjoy your weekend. No, I'm just playing. We still got time. The time is now 8.34 a.m. Yikes. Monica, if you'd be so kind, can you take us to another commercial? Give us another three joints and make these people smile once more. The Office of State Representative Barbara Hernandez is hosting the next Social Justice Committee meeting and will take place on Monday the 28th. This will be from 5 to 6 p.m. via Zoom. Representative Hernandez will be joined by the Illinois Alliance for Reentry and Justice, who will be leading a conversation on improving social determinants of health from the perspective that healthy people equal healthy communities. 
If you are interested in attending, please register with the link that I'll be providing. The Fox River Arts Ramble will be Saturday, June 11th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. This is a cooperative program by Fine Line Creative Arts Center and other partners. Come see the art that exists throughout the Fox River Valley. Yes. Fermilab's annual family open house returns for families and kids of all ages to experience America's premier particle physics laboratory from the comfort of their homes. Activities will include live talks, pre-recorded on-demand demos and activities, trivia, virtual tours of the lab facilities, a community art show, and more. All events and activities are free for all to enjoy, but advanced registration is required. This is the 18th year of the open house hosted by the U.S. Department of Energy's Fermi National Accelerator Laboratory and builds on last year's virtual event, which engaged more than 10,000 participants from around the world. This year's family open house will run from February 9th through the 13th. For more information, um, you can visit their website that I'll be sharing with you all in the chat and also that registration link. Awesome. Isn't that, look at that. You get the link, you're in the chat. Ladies and gentlemen, bada bing, bada boom. Monica, thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Are you ready for the entire list of everything taking place in downtown Aurora? Are you ready to hear what's popping tonight? What's popping yes. tonight? Andale, andale, mama, yeah, yeah. Uh oh, I'm showing my age now. My bad. That's an old song. Okay. Nearly two dozen venues going to be open this evening. Artists and Lofts Art Gallery, 2 South Stope Avenue will be open. Uh, have an open house from 6 to 8.30 p.m. this evening. Get ready for that. Aurora Tap House, 134 West Downer Place. If you go there tonight, ask for Charlie Miller. And tell him when you meet him, if you see him, he's a tall, clean-shaven dude with glasses. Let him know that you heard he's a great guy on Good Morning Aurora. They have karaoke, too. Uh, at Downer Play, or Tap House? <laughs> yes, they do. Yep. Um, they'll be open from 6 to 9 p.m. with Painting Clarity, an art show by Anna. DJ Alfred will play at 9 p.m. Uh, Gary Brown Art Gallery and Studio, 7 South Broadway, will host an open gallery featuring Gary Brown from 5 to 9 p.m. this evening. If These Walls Could Talk, custom framing and gallery, uh, 32 South Stolp Avenue, excuse me, will present Heart, heart Tales by Sherilyn net uh, relief and collagraph printmaking and mixed media often accompanied with verse i said it slow so i wouldn't mess it up so y'all be like we can't even talk all right 7 to 10 p.m aurora public art 20 east downer place at the david l pierce and history museum or bring back winter garden of youth now it's gonna be art by aurora's k through 12 students how awesome is that about 200 pieces of art by Aurora Youth will be featured from 6 to 8 p.m. Art Bar at Two Brothers Roundhouse, 205 North Broadway, will present The Purple Show from 7 p.m. to midnight. La Quinta, 36 East New York Street, will host live music with La Sociedad de Paul Celebrando Esmel de Amor from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Altero, 1 South Stope Avenue, will feature live Spanish rock with Damien Rivera from 6 to 8 p.m. 
Treadwell, 14 West Downer Place, Suite 18, will be open with coffee and live music by Nick Wisner, uh-oh, from 5 to 9 p.m. Tavern will host guitarist Ryan Worthy from 7 to 10 p.m. And Gallery 1904, East Benton, once again, document the abuse, looking within the power of the pink ram. Uh, Anna's Custom Treats, Karen Caputo, excuse me, artist Karen Caputo, and other local artists will be there 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, McCarty Mills Taproom and Bottle Shop, 140 South River Street. They will feature art, food, and music with Justin Wise and Skilled Art and Rock and Taco uh, until 10 p.m. French 75 Gallery and Lounge. If you have not been to French 75 yet, go there and try the Jamaica Almond. You heard it here. Or the City of Lights. Or the City of Lights. Um, you will love everything they have in that place. It's a really good place. Uh, they're located at 56 East Galena Boulevard. They will feature a new cocktail called Love Aurora Bloom. Interesting. The lounge will be open from 5 p.m. till midnight. Simply Destiny, 122 West Downer Place, Suite 124, will host Culture Stocks Respect the Mic Spoken Word open mic from 8 to 9.30 p.m. this evening. Uh, light appetizers will be served as well. The GAR Museum, 23 East Downer Place, will be open for free, excuse me, for free from 5 to 9 p.m. with its current exhibit, Veteran Societies of Aurora. It continues. All right, the Aurora Regional Fire Museum, 53 North Broadway. Uh, they will host Pinewood Racing from 5 to 8 p.m. Cool. Lego Pinewood Racing, excuse me. Bruh. Zenloft Wellness, we told you about them. 5 to 9 p.m., music by Mo Pippi. What up, Mo? And Wickwood House, 14 West Downer Place, will host Slate and Clove Collective with a Make Your Own Bath Soak Bar. Ooh, exhilarating. Uh, there will also be live music by Lydia Miller. Wickwood House will be open from 5 to 9 p.m. this evening. Society 57, 100 South River Street. We'll be open with Cocktails and Bites from 5 to 9. Community Christian Church, 78 South LaSalle Street, will host Karaoke Night from 6.45 to 8 p.m. Uh, the Perch, 31 West Downer Place, Suite 301, will offer a free heart craft for all ages from 5 to 8 p.m. Gillerson's Grubbery, 33 West New York Street, will feature CBD Bingo, celebrating National Hemp Day from 8.30 to 10.30 p.m. Didn't know that was a thing. Gillerson's will partner with Uncle Stew's and Urbane Hemp Company for a selection of prizes. Very interesting. There is your list of things to do for this evening, you wonderful and dear people. I hope that you guys have a great time out there tonight. But I will tell you this. I will tell you to uh, be vigilant and be safe out there this evening as well. We are a show that promotes your public safety and awareness amongst all things. So, uh, tell you like your mom used to tell you, have responsible fun. The time is 8.42 a.m. All right. Moving right along, here it is. So, I told you that SciTech will most likely be leaving downtown Aurora. Uh, they may be, uh, they may purchase space rather by the Fox Valley Mall uh, and it's Centennial, let me see who the people who own that are. Yeah, Centennial Real Estate owns the Fox Valley Mall. SciTech could potentially be over there. But who knows what will become of the space downtown, which used to be the old Aurora Post Office. Uh, that story is still developing. We shall see. 
Remember, also told you about the St. Charles Public Library reopening with additional security. How sad, how terrible, remember that? Additional security required because of threats made to our beloved, well not our, it's St. Charles, but to a public library. Absolutely not good. I told you, I told you, when did I tell you this? I told you Tuesday for sure. I told you that if you see something, say something. We expect that of you as listeners of our show of our great library should something happen. Now, here's the next story. And I got to whip out the glasses for this. Oh. Okay. Uh, the city council is set to vote on a West Side Riverbank deal. Now, if you remember, we talked about it. We talked about it on, the, on last week's Jeanette's planning. The last one, and then we talked about it the Thursday before that. If you recall, we did let you know that lots of development is taking place here in the city on both the east side and the west side, and it's focused primarily on, well, not primarily, there's other initiatives going on, Todd and Lincoln schools, told you about, uh, but the river is seeing development. It's seeing investment, and we would like to know what you guys think about that. So let me read. Uh, the Aurora City Council is set to vote on an agreement that will result in 160 units of apartments and townhomes being built along the west bank of the Fox River downtown. The $53.8 million complex would include 140 rental units and 20 townhouses and would be built on 3.3 acres of the uh, acres, excuse me, that the city owns along the riverfront just to the south of the new pedestrian bridge connecting both sides of the river. So, I told you about the Old Aurora Police Station. You know where that's at or where it used to be? How the bridge dumps out right there to that miscellaneous parking lot. Then you got the walkway path that goes around, I'm not going to call them projects, those apartments back there. That's where it would empty out to. So that's roughly, roughly where the parking lot of the Hollywood Casino is going to that hill river street whatever that uh cross street is i can't think of it at the moment uh where that greek monument is and that's aurora pancake house right there okay uh the developer would be windfall group llc the same company developing pacifica square shopping center on the far east side out there by the mall uh city officials told alderman during this week's city council committee of the whole meeting that Windfall Group has the financial ability to do the deal that it's been successful in developing Pacifica Square and that owner Eddie Nee has shown flexibility in dealing with the city in the past. According to Dave Debo, he's really the perfect person for this development. That is a quote. The apartments are the first major housing units along that section of the West Riverbank and signal the start of an area city officials believe will become its own sort of residential neighborhood. Well, of course it will. It'll be a residential neighborhood because it's bounded by streets. It's across from a bank. And the only way in and out is through river and off the little adjoining streets that come off Lake Street. Um, the city owns about another six acres along the riverfront between the development and the Hollywood Casino entrance. All right. The article continues. There is a point here that I'm going to make with you guys. Uh... Let's do let's do this in numbers. This is very important. Hold on. What time is it? The time is 8:47. All right. 
The windfall development taken with a 246 unit DAC development. Remember DAC development on the east side of the river? Jake's Bagel parking lot? Windfall with DAC represents about 400 housing units downtown. Uh, Mr. Debo pointed out that the study done by the city anticipates, quote, about another 200, about 200 units a year for the next five years. Did you hear that, DJ Scratch that up? Did you hear that? Now that's 400 units. The city anticipates 200 units a year for the next five years. I think that that, there's your development, right? Right? For all those people, we gotta build downtown. We gotta 200 units for the next five years, a year? Oh. Pretty soon in five years, Aurora will, will be that town. Will it, will it not? I don't know, you guys let us know. I'm gonna continue reading. Send us your, send us, you can put your opinion in the chat. What you guys think about this? Now. According to Aurora's Deputy Director of Economic Development, Mr. Trevor Dick, also within a couple of weeks, the city should be getting a draft of the West Side Riverfront sub-area plan, which SCB Architects is doing for the city. It covers about an eight-block area surrounded by Lake Street, New York Street, River Street, and View Street, and anticipates further residential development. View Street, as you know, is on the West Side. The city owns another two of those blocks, a total of about six more acres adjacent to the property the city would grant to Windfall for its development. Uh, in the Windfall Agreement, the city would pay about $6.6 million in construction costs, which would not be needed until May 2023, as well as deed the 3.3 acre site to Windfall, a value of about $2 million. The overall agreement would have the city footing the bill for about 12% of the value of the development, with Windfall paying 13% of it with direct equity of its own, and the remaining 75% with a loan that Winfield would take out. Well now, how, how about that? The city would likely pass bonds for the $6.6 million, which it would pay back with money raised by a tax increment financing district on the property. TIF districts, remember those? There already is a TIF district, number five, on the land that is set to expire before the bonds would be paid off, which means the city would then establish a micro-TIF district just on the property itself that will last until the bonds are paid off. This means the micro-TIF district likely would last only 20 years instead of the usual 23. By using general obligation bonds instead of revenue bonds, the city could pay the entire amount with TIF-generated money. With revenue bonds, the TIF would cover only about 70% of the bond payments because the interest rate would be higher. Monica, what do you think about that? I'm not really sure where they're trying to put them at. Mm -hmm. the, uh, where they're going to put them at? Mm -hmm. um, you've been on River Street? You know where Hollywood Casino is yes. on the west side? Yes. And what bank is that on the corner? West Suburban Bank? Okay. Yeah, it's down there. So if you go down River, way opposite until it dead ends. Uh, but it's not like right in front of the river, right? Yeah, it's right in front. Oh, it's right in front of the river? Yep. Presumably, whoever lives there could have a nice view of the river. But strangely enough... 
this is what gets me about it. Mm-hmm. Like when the DACE side, Jake's Bagel parking lot stuff comes, and this one on the west side comes, they're going to be looking at each other. I kind of would not want to look at another high rise out of my window, but what do I know? Um, but I are think the that's trails development. still going to be there. The trails, mm-hmm. yeah, I think they'll still be there. I think they'll still be there because there has there's going to be that's the buffer between the water and yeah. everything. So I think the trails will still be there. That'd be cool to ride bike around the trails and the apartments and all that. You know, I think that I do it. I do that now. It might. I guess this is my opinion. I think that. In the long run, it's mm-hmm. a good development for the city of Aurora. Maybe, like, the residents already living here might not like it because, I mean, there's more buildings and people like to see the... I love I love the scenery of Aurora. Right. Like, just seeing the trees and the river and the trails and all of that. So, like, just adding those, those apartments were just, like, you know, you wouldn't have that much of that scenery. But yes, I mean, buildings. I think in the long run, the city of Aurora would definitely benefit. Yeah, um, it is new development, more people coming in. Uh, but what do you guys think? Let us know in the chat. I mean, it's good to have development, but we don't want to. Ex- we don't want to, um, you know, take advantage of wildlife or anything like that in the area. But let us know. Two big developments, two sides of the river, building it up. What do you guys think about that? The time is 8.53 a.m. Okay, while they think about that, Monica, take me to a commercial. Take me to a commercial so I can deliver. I got some things I want to tell you people about. Hold on a second here. Janice Collins is here. Good morning to you, Janice. Now, uh, Monica brought up a good point. um, And I kind of want to, let's read what Michelle says here. Not sure how I feel about that. I would just hate to see the majority of the riverfront become housing. I have to think about this. There you go. And thank you, uh, Michelle Gums. Vine Street. That's what it is. Vine. Um, yeah. Michelle, you're right. That's, kind of, that's pretty much what Monica said, too. Kind of what I was thinking about. Like, I wouldn't want to just have... Buildings on top of buildings on top of buildings on top of buildings. Like the the reason I ride my bike over there and don't even live there anymore is because there's no buildings. It's just trees and it's just all nature and it's really nice. It's quiet. It's secluded. You can hear birds chirping. Mm -hmm. I really wouldn't want to now be riding past huge towering apartment buildings. That's just me. But I do want the city to come up in regards to development. Mm -hmm. Deb Sturgis says, is any of it going to be affordable housing? Now that, Deb, is... That's the million-dollar question right there, because I'll tell you what it does not say. They told us about how much it was going to cost. They told us how many years it would take. They even told us how many people would come in. They said nothing about if they will be affordable housing units or not. I'll tell you this, though. I doubt they will be. I doubt they will be. I doubt that they will be affordable housing units. That's not to say that that's a bad thing. I'm not, you know, we're not casting aspersions on the city. Oh, why don't you put, no. But I doubt they will be. And the reason why I doubt they will be, Deb and everybody else, is because I had a, tell you a little story. I'll make it quick. I had a great conversation with a man on the 
is it the Riverwalk Committee or whatever downtown, downtown Aurora Committee of Riverwalk? Whatever, I'm, mess, I'm messing it up. But we were sitting in Treadwell. I was having a Sledwell mocha topped with cinnamon. He was having his regular coffee. And we sat there in the back corner of Treadwell by the window like we t- typically do. And he was telling me that 20 years ago he wrote some of these plans He sat with developers, none of which I can name and remember at the moment. He sat with them, and they gave recommendations of where Aurora should be 20 years ago. They gave ideas of doing this 20 years ago. They said that Aurora was good at this, but not so good at this 20 years ago. Now, these discussions taking place with these apartments and developments are are signs that Aurora is ready to make those, you know, make that jump now 20 years later. None of that included affordable housing. All of those discussions were in the were in the frame of Aurora being the next hub. Whatever kind of hub you want to be, a popular, attractive, young, hip, diverse city. None of that has anything to do with making sure that low-income families traditionally of minority communities can have a good place to live. Now, we're not saying at this moment that that's a good or a bad thing. We're just talking about development. But thank you, because that is an important question. Will will there be any affordable housing units? It has yet to be determined. The time is 8.57. Okay, Uh, now let me give you what I was going to give you. Before I forgot, Go USA 2020 Games. Awesome. The area where the already existing apartments are at on River is where the Aurora Brewery used to be. Oh, that's right, T- uh, Tracy. Yeah, you're right. All the way down there, those apartments. Yep. Uh, did I tell you Happy Friday, Janice? I think I did. I love to see a river walk in Aurora similar to San Antonio. I've been to San Antonio. That's a river walk. Ladies and gentlemen, forget Naperville. Get it out of your head if you ever want to go. I've been there. Vanessa Rodriguez Aguirre, that's why I like... I was, this was so long ago though, I was at Lackland Air Force Base taking some courses. And uh, yeah, we were hanging out in San Antonio. And boy, they got a river walk down there. Forget Naperville. Cruz Ocho, what up? Everyone tried a new chocolate raspberry martini. Thank you very much, Marissa Amoni. Um, taps the screen. Did I lose you? Huh? You guys can hear us, right? Yeah, we good. Maria Chirito, good morning. All right, I got to deliver this to you. I'm getting distracted by all of you guys talking. San Antonio is beautiful, Anna Sierra. All right, here's my last couple of pieces, and then we're going to do our word of the day. Monica, this, this, uh, this is that thing. Thank you. I didn't know, uh, talking about what you knew. Word up. Virtual meeting. Immigration. Why don't they come here the right way? This meeting will be February 22nd, 6.30 p.m. I have the link, but I also have the flyer for this. I will post the flyer for this because it will do you much better than us typing this long link. This is sponsored by the League of Women Voters of the Aurora area and our friends of the Aurora Public Library. Um, Guest speakers, once again, 
Linnea Wendell, Jenny Grobelski, and Annalele Guerrero, representing Department of Justice, DACA representative, Family Focus, Supervising Attorney for Justice for Our Neighbors, and VNA Healthcare, President and CEO since 1999. That's Linnea Wendell. That's the first thing I, I uh, wanted to deliver to you. Also, want to bring up and shout out. It has started as of yesterday, every single Thursday, um, until announced that they will be stopping. Books and Basketball Mentoring Program held at Aurora Township Youth and Community Center, 313 Gale Street in Aurora, 3.45 p.m. to 5.45 p.m. Uh, that's brought to us by the City of Aurora, the African American Men of Unity, and ARM At-Risk Mentoring. Uh, learn the components and fundamentals, skills and drills, teamwork, character and leadership, academic enrichment, mentoring, homework help as well. Junior division is co-ed with ages 7 through 11 and the senior division also co-ed ages 12 through 15. Last piece of news and then I'm going to leave you alone. 9 o'clock. I'm going to do this quick. Voting. Vote, 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 vote. I will take as much time as needed, well, no more than like another minute, to tell you what to do because we all have to vote and exercise our duty, ladies and gentlemen. March 30th is the first day to apply for a vote by mail ballot. May 19th is the first day to vote early at the Office of the Election Authority. June 21st through the 28th is the grace period for registration and voting at election authority and polling sites. June 12th is the last day for online voter registration. The grace period registration is available at election authority and early voting sites. June 13th is the first day to vote early at permanent polling places. June 23rd is the last day for election authority to receive vote by mail applications in June 28th. Is general primary election day. Polls are open from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. This is brought to us by the League of Women Voters, a great nonpartisan voter information organization activated by you. Damn. You can also go to IllinoisVoterGuide.org for more information. Okay, the time is 9.01 a.m. Ladies and gentlemen, we here at Good Morning Aurora, we hope that you guys have a great evening tonight. Enjoy First Friday. Enjoy this weekend. Enjoy the time with your family. Enjoy everything that's going on and taking place and get ready. Uh, next week on Monday, we have a great episode and interview for you. So stay tuned for that. We've also got a whole lot of cool stuff to show you. Get ready to see some great things from us on Valentine's Day. That's going to be really dope. And not only that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we hope that you continue, continue Continue to do great things and all and uh, support all of our local friends here in our great city. Uh, get ready for Music Fridays. We got great bands coming up, like 28 days, and our dear friends, The Hangovers. Remember The Hangovers? They're coming back. Shouts out and want to say what's up to Zach Dable and Hunter Sfar as well. Uh, Monica, anything you want to tell people before we before we go? Just stay out. Stay out. <laughs> stay just out. stay out. Just stay. Yeah, don't go home. Stay. <laughs> Run away. Safe out there tonight. If right. You, you go to First Fridays. That's right. Stay safe, you guys. Stay safe. We always try to tell you to stay safe. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. We kicked a lot of butt this week, and we hope that you guys have a great weekend. We will see you all Monday morning. Take care of yourself and each other.
Thank you.